Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want 20% discount on the best earplugs for exercise? Ultra earplugs go in your ears and stay in there. Go to ultraaudio.com, that's U-L-T-R-O, and use the discount code DOM20. That'll save you around $35. That's ultraaudio.com, U-L-T-R-O, and the discount code DOM20. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of Runners Only with Dom Harvey. On this episode, CHT, Chanel harris Tavita. I opened Microsoft Word, and I... I just started writing. I thought after the first time I did it, I was like, I'll, I'll try and do this for 50 days straight. Wow. I'd write random stuff like what I'd have for breakfast and try some things like I, I stopped drinking coffee for like a week and then I'd write out how that made me feel and swap coffee for green tea. I was just doing these little experiments because I was that bored, like I had that much time on my hands. Chanel Harris-Tavita is a rugby league star, just finished playing for the Warriors, um, but even if you're not into league or know nothing about it, I still think you're going to enjoy this episode because he's a great guy. 23 years old, for the last couple of years he's been earning very, very good money, a six-figure salary. He has money, he has fame, and he has what many would say is a dream job, being a professional sports person. So why is he giving it all up? He played his last game for the Warriors in the NRL at the weekend just gone, and for the next year he's going to do, well, he's not even sure. He wants to read, and he wants to write, and he wants to travel, and he wants to work on himself. He just doesn't want to play rugby league. He said that he may make a comeback in a year or two, but he may not. He's a fascinating guy with a relentless drive to be the best version of himself, and I really hope you guys enjoy this one. All right, let's get into it. Chanel harris Tavita. Hey. Runners only, yeah, yeah, let's get it started. Hey, hey, this is Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Fast paced, slow and steady, anywhere you coming. Just wanna connect for everyone who loves running. This is Runners Only, yeah, yeah let's get it started. Hey, hey, this is Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Fast paced, slow and steady, anywhere you coming. Just wanna connect for everyone who loves running. Hey, Runners Only with Dom Harvey. Runners only with Dom Harvey and Chanel Harris Tavita from the Warriors. G'day, mate. Morning, Dom. How get are in, we? Get in nice and close to that. Nice, yeah, nice close to that microphone. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, hey, um, so good to have you on the podcast, mate. Really Thanks appreciate it. Me. Thanks for having and, me. And um, the the craziest thing. So you you sent me a DM like maybe fifteen minutes ago asking what sort of coffee I drink. You turned yeah. up with a coffee. Yeah. Um, and didn't even get one for yourself. Yeah. No, I had one earlier. Um, if I have another one, I don't think I'll be able to sleep. So, yeah. Don't wow. Don't risk it, yeah. Wow. Sleep um, is important. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it, it is. It's very important. So, um, how are you? How are you today? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Um, still recovering from last week's game. It's been about four days, but I'm still sore. Um, yes. So, at, at the time of recording this, it's um, July 2022. So, after being stationed in Australia for months on end, you, you finally came home and had a home game, and you guys won. Yeah, it was our first home game in three years, um, or first home game at home. We've had a lot of home games at uh, Central Coast Stadium in Australia, and um, this year we've been our home games have been played out of um, Redcliffe Stadium. 
Right. So we've basically just been borrowing everyone's facilities for the last for the last few years, and um, it was good to be back back at home uh, where well, where I grew up playing from from um, a young age. So. Um, yeah, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. Oh, 100%. 100%. And I, I saw a few um, Instagram stories and bits and pieces from um, the, the team changing room afterwards. What is What are the lyrics to that song you sing? Like the, there's a, like a We Are The Warriors song. Yeah. What's the what's the words? I can never sort of understand it when you guys are all chanting it after a win. Um, yeah, we've got the power. We've got the speed. We've got the skill set. That's all we effing need. <laughs> Stand up and shout. Sing, sing it. To the air, we are the Warriors, one hundred percent, and then you just repeat it. Right, right. I love yeah. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. A few of the boys don't know it. Don't know yeah, it you, yet, don't get to sing, you don't get to sing it very often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, we can get a few more wins so the boys can get some practicing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, now um, the the podcast is called. Run, there's so much to unpack with you. By the way, we've been going back and forth since maybe um, the February this year to to try and tee up this podcast because you're such an intriguing guy and that's why I wanted to get you on. Um, but the podcast is called Runners Only. So what's what's your relationship with running like? You obviously do it as um, part of your cardio base, but do you, do you enjoy running? I do enjoy running. Yep. Um, when I was younger, I always enjoyed weights more than running because weights, you know, obviously you can see the results and other people can see the results as well. So it's nice. <laughs> Like oh, a vanity thing. Like a vanity, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty vain, so... When I was in school, I just wanted to have like big arms and like <laughs> big chest. Be yeah, just look good. But um, as I've gotten older, and the more time I've spent in the professional environment, you start um, focusing on improving your athletic performance, and that that's what helps you on the field. So, and running is a major major part of being a pro rugby league player. So, I, I've come to enjoy running. Uh, I think I enjoy it a lot more than doing weights at the moment. Yeah, um, we we run an odd maybe eight or nine k's a game, just from short bursts of little sprints. Yeah, the, there's certain players or that play in certain positions that run further than other other players that play in other positions. So the outside backs would generally run around eight to nine k's, and the middles who do a lot more tackles and a lot more runs will run probably near six to six to seven k's. Yeah, so you, you're going to have a break. Uh, from professional sport next year, and we'll get to that soon. But mm. like, what will you do to keep fit when you're travelling? Do you think? Do you think like you'll you'll go for runs? It's a good question. I think I'll I think I'll keep running. I don't know what it is. I, there's something about running that um, you don't you don't really enjoy the thought of going for a run. <laughs> but while you're running and the feeling after a run, um, there's not not many other things you do that can make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, like I, running does. I agree. Yeah, the mental health benefits, hey, massive, mm. massive. But the hardest part is actually going. Going for the run, bringing yourself to run. There's little tricks that um, I, I, they, they work for me. I suppose every person's different, but um, like at night time, I'll get my running gear ready, yeah. and even if I'm not planning on running first thing in the morning, I'll put the running gear. Like I've got the running gear on right now, yeah. And this means I'm more likely when we finish this podcast to go for a run. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that your? Do you go for one run a day, or do you go for most days? Runs? Most days, yeah. I have have like rest and recovery days, and depends yeah. depends where I'm at for a, a training cycle and what event I'm training for and things like that. Are you training for anything at the moment? Yeah, I got a couple coming up, including yeah. like a couple of ultras. This one in uh, December called the Kepler Challenge, which is sixty k's. Sixty k's. Yeah. Oh my god! So you, you'd run that in at seven once. games. <laughs> at once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At once. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So you don't get any break like during that. 
60. Oh, no, but it's like, it's like a trail run. So, like, on the real steep bits, you, you, you probably walk a little bit, I guess, and, and maybe take on some um, nutrition. That's insane. Let's get into Let's get into you. So, um, you first came onto my radar through uh, your blog, which is um, simplelessons.com. You're a deep thinker, aren't you? Like, you, you, you actually don't sort of – would it be fair to say you sort of don't fit the mould of a um, professional, you know, contact sports person? I think that's fair to say. Yeah, so the simplelessons.com blog, it says on the opening page, this blog won't solve climate change and it might not end racism, but it could help make you a better person and that's a good start. So you, when did you start Simple Lessons and when did the idea came, come about? Yep, so in um, 2020, the NRL suspended the competition and um, we flew back from Australia straight back into lockdown, or the Kiwi boys anyway, from in the Warriors team. And um, we were in lockdown for two weeks, and we had no idea when the comp was going to restart again. So um, I was sitting at home. I was getting so bored. They were sending me these workouts to do at home, and that, that'd be done in about half an hour, but then you've got 23 and a half more hours to go in the day. And um, I don't know what made me do it, but I, I got into journal writing. I liked writing out. Um, I started writing out my thoughts and feelings, um, which is Weird. Like now so, that so, like, so how, how old are you at the time? You're like 21. I was about, yeah, I would have been 20 or 21. 21. At, at the time. Yeah. So where did the idea, did you see it on a YouTube clip or a TikTok? Where did the idea come from to start journaling? I don't know. I think I, I just opened Microsoft Word and I got. I just started writing. And then I thought after the first time I did it, I was like, I'll, I'll try and do this for 50 days. 50 days straight. Wow. What sort of things were you, were you writing? Was it just sort of like a stream of consciousness? You were just writing what was on the top of your mind? I was or writing you... anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like so how many how many sort of words? It changed. Like the, the first the first one would have been 100 words. It wasn't, right. wasn't like too a paragraph, much. paragraph, yeah. A paragraph, yeah. Some days I'd write a few, sentence, few sentences and then some days I'd write like four paragraphs. Okay. It just depended, it depended on how I was feeling that day and – I'd write random stuff like what I'd have for breakfast and try certain things like I, I stopped drinking coffee for like a week and then I'd write out how that made me feel and swap coffee for green tea. I was just doing these little experiments because I was that bored, like I had that much time on my hands and I thought, Lucky, I'm never going to get this amount of time to myself again, so I better not waste it. It's such a... Such a profound way of thinking. Like most of us just ate more salt and vinegar chips and <laughs> maybe drank yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I still had my fair, fair share of chips during that period. But yeah, it was a. It was sort of like a um, like life so fast. I feel like it, it goes so fast when you're you're just in the everyday motion of working and um, hanging out with mates and um, just doing whatever you do. And then and that was sort of like a step back for me like I just took a step back and looked at everything from the outside like help me look at the bigger picture it slowed down my thinking and yeah I, I I just found a new hobby for writing right and I've been doing it ever since see this is amazing I suppose like being a professional athlete you're 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 in tune with your body like from from the neck down you're completely in tune mm. with everything that's going on but to be to be that in tune uh, with your mind as well especially at your age it's um it's it's fucking awesome bro <laughs> it's really cool yeah I mean, I'm envious. I'm I'm a, I'm a lot older than you, and I'm I'm still figuring shit out. Yeah. And uh, you've 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 you know you're doing this work, and you've got there at a very young age, which is cool. Yeah. Well, I never like people always ask me like, have you have you always been like that? And in school, I was just a normal, always into sports, 
and get to every other subject and I'm just dozing off. I'm sleeping. <laughs> like I love, I love training. Uh, before before school, I'd go and train with one of my mates at at the gym, and that was like the. I'd get up at five o'clock and go and train with him, and that was my routine. But then I'd get to school, and and in class I'd, I'd just doze off because I I hadn't had enough sleep leading into the day. <laughs> You're exhausted from all I, the I'm training. I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that was the cycle for me. Like I'd, I'd go to school, sleep, and then go home. Or go and then go and train with whatever team I was playing with at the time. Go to sleep and then wake up at five o'clock to go to the gym with my mate. Right, and that was the cycle for a good two to three years. Yeah, and um, I was never into writing or reading. Were you good at English though? No, no, no. Nah, I was. I wasn't good at it, and that's why a lot of people were surprised that I wasn't good at it because um, I, I, it's something I really enjoy doing now. And around about the same time, um, the the beginning of lockdown, that's when you 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 invested in a Kindle as well. Yeah, and uh, you started reading a bit more. Yeah, I were, were, you, were you a, were you a reader when you were growing up, or not so much? No, no, same again. Same yeah. again. Re- reading and writing were probably my two biggest weaknesses at school. Um, and I, yeah, I bought the Kindle around the same time. I was actually getting into minimalism, so. It, it was a. I, was, I watched this documentary <laughs> oh, on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, y'all seen that? Yeah, and um, it sort of it changed my um, changed my perspective on consumerism because also at the time I was I was getting paid well, like for, for my age, because I was a professional athlete and yeah. I was only nineteen, and um, I had money to spend on the stuff that I couldn't afford when I was a little bit younger than that. So. Um, so you buy shit. I was buying heaps of like shit. Like big screens. What else? Not big screens. No? Like I was into shoes at the time. <laughs> You're a sneakerhead. I was a sneakerhead. <laughs> I was. I was. I still. I still like appreciate a good sneaker, but I don't. I feel like I can appreciate it without having to buy it now. Mm. Whereas back then, if I saw a sneaker that I liked, I was like, oh, I have to get that, and I could get it. But now it's like um, now I have like three pairs of shoes. I used to have about fifteen or sixteen. So yeah, today you're just wearing like a standard pair of like New Balance trainers. Yeah, these were um, these were recommended by a podiatrist. So right, I was I was having trouble with my feet, fractured my foot, but we'll save that for another time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, we were going to talk about the injuries, in particular the testicle, but we'll get to that yeah. later. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, so wow, and so, so what sort of books are you reading on the Kindle? Yeah, so uh, like, like, like motivational books or. Yeah, yeah. So I started off with reading the minimalist books, and mm-hmm. then more like self self help and mem- memoir type books. Um, at the moment, I, I'm into um, autobiographies. Um, I just finished reading Will Smith's book. It was um, I thought it was pretty powerful, um, especially after seeing what he did to Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> my my parents actually bought that for me for Christmas, and like I never was never a big fan of Will Smith. I just I, I knew obviously knew who he was. And then I, I started reading it, and it was two weeks into, or two weeks after I started reading it, um, my mate showed me a video, and it was the video where he slapped Chris Rock. I was like, "Oh shit! I got to read the rest of the book. I got to see. <laughs> I got to see what's happened." And um, I thought, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the read, and um, he's a pretty, well, he's a really talented person. Forgot how much he's achieved mm. as an artist and a movie star, and just as a person. Mm. He, I mean, he, yeah, he, he's done so much. You know, you know his stellar music career, mm. um, you know, TV career, films, the, the, the whole thing. After reading <clears throat> the book about him, could, can you understand sort of like how 
how he ticks a bit more and perhaps why he did that slapping thing. Yeah, it's, fu- it's funny you ask that because when that happened, everyone's reaction was they, they reacted with a, with anger. I felt like I had a bit more compassion for him because of reading. Re- I had read the the start of his book, and in the beginning, he talks about growing up and his his father abusing his mum, and he mm. he never stepped in to stop that from happening. But he had a younger brother that would always step in and if not prevent, try and prevent that from happening. Yeah. And that made him feel like a coward, like deep down. He he felt like... Yeah, like he never did enough. Like he never did enough to protect the people he loved. Right. When oh. I saw that happen, I was like, he, he didn't want to feel like, he didn't want to feel like a coward. Mm. And that, that doesn't mean it's, it's the right thing to do, but it just, it helped me understand a bit more why, why he might have done it. Yeah, but I still like I still don't condone what what he did, but I had a bit more compassion yeah. than than most people. I'm sure I'm sure he regrets it now. Like in hindsight, the correct thing to do, I, I suppose, would have been just to, for him and Jada to walk out, and mm. make a silent protest that way. And I'm sure if he had his time again, that's what he'd do. But mm. you know, yeah, some, sometimes you you have like knee jerk reaction to things. How, I don't know how you, how you managed to do it on the field. Like um, you, you know, when when I was. Growing up watching rugby league, there was like a, a lot of a lot of fighting that went on. When you're like when you're angry on the field or you're stirred up, I don't know how you can how you can you know have the discipline to control that. The the temptation to whack one of your opponents must be there all the time. Yeah, I've never grown up to be a real aggressive person. My parents always taught me to be kind. Like I, I find it easy to separate the game from like my emotions from the game. Right. Whereas I know some other people that struggle with that. They they use their emotion to drive them in the game, mm. whereas I can I can see that it's a game and I can separate my emotions from that. Yeah. Um, so I don't get as as angry as some of the, some of the boys do <laughs> during the game. But like I, I love seeing the the anger and the passion that that other people play with. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I'm not driven by anger, or I'm not trying to go out there and rip someone's head off, or try and yeah do something like that. I'm I'm just trying to play the best that I can play, so yeah. I don't let my team down. So, so, so when you when you um, first played for the Warriors, you, you debuted for the um, the under twenty side on your seventeenth birthday, which is the the absolute bare minimum age. That's the that's the that's the age you got to be to play. So were you just like naturally gifted at league, or did you just like re- re- just have this burning desire and you wanted to do it so bad that you trained so hard all through your sort of teenage years? I think it was a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I was nowhere near as talented as some of the the kids that were coming through my my age group. I th- I think I compensated for that talent by by working hard and like going back to those those mornings where I'd wake up before school. I think that doing that over a, a long period of time consistently, I, I saw the improvements. Yes. And once I saw the results, there was no going back. I I, I knew that I had a, I had a recipe that would that would help me get better on the field and I was just going to keep using that recipe to keep to continue to improve and it just kept working like mm. I I kept working hard away away from the game and I saw the results on the field and I, I became a little bit addicted to it addicted to training harder than than other people or other kids my age that's I think that's what compensated for the the talent that that I lack. Right. So that's, yes. So if you've got a certain amount of natural talent and you work hard at it, you're going to be an unstoppable force, right? I feel you, yeah. You have an opportunity to do something special. Yeah. Yeah. 
And was it always your dream to play for the, the, the Warriors or did you have, like growing up, did you have like a favourite NRL team um, that was Australian based? I'd always followed rugby league very closely. Yeah, Storm Melbourne Storm were one of my favourite teams when um when Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater, and Cameron Smith, the big three, were playing for them. As soon as I got invited to the Warriors Academy, I started watching the Warriors a bit more. Um, Sean Johnson was was there half at the time. Playing in the NRL was just like a distant dream. It was something that I would love to do, but it was uh, I didn't think that I'd ever get there. So I just kept playing and trying to get better. Each year I ticked off a few goals mm-hmm. and then it eventually led me to get into the NRL team, which is a pretty pretty crazy now that I think back think back on it. But Oh mate, it's remarkable. Yeah. yeah so so um, how old were you when you played your first your first proper NRL game for the uh, the Warriors I, I turned, team? I turned twenty yeah. on the week that I I debuted. So that's yeah years ago now yeah yeah this is probably an incredibly um impolite question you don't have to answer it but so when you start out what sort of money are you making development so you have your top 30 um they're made up of your best 30 players in the squad and then you've got six development contracts which are you're you're still in the squad but you're just on on the fringe on the fringe Yeah. yeah yeah and um at the time i was on a development contract and I was earning, I was earning more than eighty k. So you're, you're 20, as twenty years old as, as a twenty year old. It's a lot of, it's a, oh. it's a lot of Air Force ones. Oh. <laughs> a lot of Yeezys. Yeah, a lot, lot of Yeezys. Yeezys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fuck. Is, is that like more money than what your parents were making? Yeah. Yeah. That's what was crazy. Like because <laughs> I'd still do negotiate the contracts with with my parents. I was still living at home and um, still immature. I'm still immature now, but I was a lot more immature. Oh, I, dis- I, I, I disagree. You, <laughs> you, you, you I, I feel like you're one of these people. You're a deep thinker, and you've got a, a you've, you've you've got goals, and you know where you want to be. So you probably see yourself as being immature. But from where I'm sitting, you seem like a a real mature guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, you so, say yes. Yeah, so 80k. So you're getting more than your more than your parents at that. We're point. Getting more than my parents at, at that point, and. Um, so board goes up, they start charging you more to live at home. Yeah, well, they, they didn't even charge me to stay at home. I was still living at home, earning 80k a year, didn't have any. Um, I had a partner at the time, which, um, yeah, that's where my money went to. <laughs> <laughs> On what? What do you mean? <laughs> eh? Oh, just like going, doing, doing activities, stuff. dinners. Activities, yeah, yeah. yeah. On my days off. But yeah, I, I just had this, this money, and I was such a young kid at the time, but I just loved playing rugby league. As I, I kept getting better, I kept training harder because I, I became addicted to that recipe that I was telling you about yeah. before. It wasn't until until I got into reading and writing that I got to sit back and like see what, what do I really want to do, like how do I want to live my life, and I think that's that planted the seed for the decision I made this year. Mm. Which I, I suppose leads 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 us to that now. So at the end of this season, twenty twenty two, you're retiring. You're t- taking a year off? Is that the plan, or maybe longer? Or you don't know? I don't know. I'm having a break. Yeah, that's how, yeah. I, that's how I put it. I don't want to say I'm retiring because oh, mate, Jay Z's retired about four times. <laughs> Michael Jordan retired all the time. Yeah. Now that's what I mean. Like I, I'd rather say I'm taking a break, and then say I find something that I enjoy doing. I can keep doing that, and I'll just fade into the into the nothingness um, but mm. if, I, if I feel like I have a burning desire to come back and have another crack at it I can say look I've had, I've had a bit of time away I feel like I'm still young enough to 
add some value to some team um, and get myself back into shape so I can do so, um, I, want, I want to come back and play or at least give it, a, give it another crack. Um, 100%. Okay, then, so, yeah. so again, this seems like um, an, an impolite question, but I, I, I do feel like it's reasonably important. So you're on 80 gram when you're 20. Now you're 23. Uh, you're on like between 150 and 2 or over 2? Yeah, a bit more than 2. Wow. Yeah. See, it is an impolite question, but the reason I ask is um, I, had a, I had a very successful radio career, mm. and uh, I was in the same job mm. at the same station uh, for 20 years. And, and in the last few years, the, 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 the passion wasn't the same. I still enjoyed it, but the mm. passion wasn't there, but it was the money that kept me there. Yeah. So the fact that you're at this age, you're earning fantastic money, probably in the top 2% earners in the country, mm. and you're prepared to turn your back on that, man – I'm in awe. Yeah, well, full respect. I just think I'm I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky to be in this position to step back from from the game and try something new. What, like I, what, what is it that you want to try? Well, you don't know yet. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm going to do next year. Right. That's that's the truth. When I was making the decision, it was more like I'm, if I re-sign for another year or two years or three, I I know exactly how I'm going to feel. In one year's time, in two years' time, in three years' time. Which is what? Which is wake up, go and tick a few boxes. And, Groundhog Day. Yeah, and okay. then go into the game and just play my heart out as, as I usually do. And then I thought about like the other, if, if I was to step away from the game, what would that look like for me? And I didn't know, and I still don't know, but that excited me more than knowing exactly how I was going to feel. Mm-hmm. And See, a lot of people would be... Um have too much fear. Yeah, or oh, there's definitely fear there. Like, there is? Oh, don't, don't get me wrong, I've I still um I still wrestle with <laughs> the idea that And wondering if you're doing the, the right thing or yeah. like, oh of course. Yeah. I feel bad that you bought me a, a coffee now. What's that? <laughs> I feel bad that yeah, you bought no, me a I'll coffee. Send you now. A bank account later. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so well, you, well, you mentioned before that you um you, you watched the uh, minimalist show on Netflix and you read mm. their book. So since um Adopting that sort of mindset or lifestyle, have you been good at saving money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, so you got some, you got some cash behind you to get. I've you saved, I've saved some money. Okay, um, so that'll help a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to live next year. That's like the honest truth. I don't know where I'll be, what I'll be doing, but that that excites me more than knowing exactly how I'm yeah. going to feel next year. Yeah. Do you own your own place, or do you still live at home with your with your I, parents, um, so I live. Oh, we obviously live in Brisbane. I'm yep. flatting with um, my mate Wade Egan, and we um, we just rent out a place, okay. uh, an apartment right. near, the, near the city. Before then, well, we were staying in Oz for a couple of years, but before we moved to Australia, I was living with my parents, and yeah, they they own that house, but I've I've sort of just saved and invested my money. I haven't. Water house, so I'm not attached to anything at the moment. Are you pleased to me you didn't put it in cryptocurrency? No, no, crypto. <laughs> good, yeah, good. Yeah. It's not going. Uh, if it was crypto, I'll be saying to you, you better sign up for next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it enough to. Yeah, oh, good on you. Wow. Uh, yeah, reports I've read about you, it says that your plan next year is to um, travel and write. Mm. Yeah. Wait, so, what, is, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> what does that look like? Have you got look. an itinerary <laughs> or a loose plan? No loose plan at all. Um, so my, um, like you said, my simple lessons blog, I'll invest a lot more time into that. Uh, after 
after I finish up this year. I'm going to Thailand for New Year's with my schoolmates, so that's exciting. That'll be the first time I'll go to another country besides Oz. Um, I actually went to Fiji when I was three years old, but it doesn't really count. Wait, have you, you never been to Samoa? Nah, nah, really? I've never been, nah. I've only been to Australia 450 times <laughs> and, yeah. and Fiji once. So. Wow, you're part Māori, part Samoan, and yep. you've, you've played for Samoa. Mm. You, you get, get your ass over there. Yeah, I know, I know. I'll get there eventually. Yeah, it's um, a great place, one of my favourite places to visit. I love it. Yeah, I'd I'd want to learn a bit of the language before I go back. I don't right. I don't really understand it at the moment, yeah. so um, that's another fear of like going going there and feeling like like I don't belong there. So is that right? Like you're not you're not as connected with your culture or your roots as what you should be. Sort of yeah, right? yeah, that's that's it. So, oh, but that's through no fault of your own. Yeah, yeah, but I also like I I'm old enough to take responsibility for it now, and mm. like I can't control how how I grew up. But I can yeah. control what I do now, so right. I'd definitely be keen to learn more of the Samoan language and culture. Also, my Maori side. I'm I know a bit more about my Maori side than my Samoan side. So yeah, I'll, once I step away from the game, I, I need to invest a bit more time into that. What What will you miss about it, and what won't you miss about it? I suppose, like since you've made the decision and you're at peace with the decision, you, you must have um, you know have had time to reflect and think things about think about things that you will miss. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, no, nah, no, nah, you're right. I'll miss just the banter and the changing rooms. That's that's something I've always loved. Is not actually well. I, I loved playing, but making jokes and making fun of people off the field <laughs> in the changing rooms and just that team environment. Just the team yeah, environment. Yeah. Um, when you you know what it's like if you're having a bad day and then you go into training, everyone else is upbeat. They sort of lift you. Yeah, of course. And if Someone else is feeling down. You try and lift them. So that's that's something I um, I'll really miss about the the team environment. Also, winning, winning is we haven't done it much this year, but, <laughs> but, we, <laughs> but it does make the winning more yeah. uh, enjoy, enjoyable when you do when you do win because you work. Everyone's working towards the same same goal. Everyone wants to win, mm. so it's you spend a lot of time in preseason. Working on your craft, putting hours and hours into improving yourself, just so you can make the team a little bit better. And when everyone comes together and you achieve what you want to achieve collectively, it's it's special. Okay, so that's what you will miss. What what won't you miss? So I suppose being a professional sports person is like um, it's almost like an iceberg. So mm. so people see the bit that's poking out of the water, mm. um, but they don't see the big bit underneath. Which uh, I don't, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe it's boring meetings. Maybe it's hard work. Yeah. Maybe it's um yeah media pressure. I don't know. Yeah, I think the main one is <laughs> um like when people message you to do podcasts. Nah, nah, I'm I'm joking, I'm joking Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose No matter how good we eat or how hard we work out My solution is Plush Care Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider With doctors who are there for you day and night To partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. By the way, do you get asked to do many of these? Because every motherfucker is doing a podcast now. Yeah. No, I actually, I, I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of them. Um, like I always feel I'm grateful that people actually want to want to hear what I want to say. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, back to things I won't miss. Um, preseason training, so hard. <laughs> Running and tackling and wrestling and just getting flogged every day. Um, meetings. We, we, we have so many meetings as, as pro athletes. We, we watch so much video and sometimes you overanalyze what you need to do in the game when sometimes you, it's, a, it's a simple game. Like, mm. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be hard, if, especially if you're um, an instinctual sort of player. And uh, yeah. Graham Henry, the old All Black coach, um, he's got a theory that um, a lot of good players, rugby players, don't end up making good coaches because they find it too frustrating. Mm. Because um, it's hard for them to like teach someone what came naturally to them. Yeah, that's so true. Um, there's certain players that that need that thrive on having structure. Mm. Like they need structure to play their best footy. But there's other players where you just you only need to give them a couple tips every now and then, and you you have to just let them play how how they play because that's that's what's best for them. Mm. So that I reckon that'd be a hard thing as a coach, is mm. understanding what what a player needs to to be at their best. Yeah, let, like it'd be hard to coach one player, let alone thirty six. Yeah, because um. Yeah, was it one of the warriors last year that um um you know the 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 the, the strapping you have on your wrist? Yeah. Uh, was it one of the warriors that had um fold some cunt? Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's someone that obviously doesn't need massive amount of video analysis. He just needs like a simple instruction. Exactly. Exactly. What, what does that mean? Just basically, basically just tackle hard. Yeah, tackle hard. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Uh, who was that? Did he get in trouble for that? Uh, that was that was Kane Evans. He's um. That was if, cool. if anyone who knows Kane Evans, he's he's one of the nicest blokes you'll ever meet. Um, he's actually in the Super League right now, so yeah, he's a he's a character on and off the field. But um, <laughs> I, I love playing with him. I love playing. With it was a hilarious instruction. Yeah, it was amazing yeah. how someone spotted that is I beyond know. me. I know there's too many cameras these days. Yeah, you can't hide yeah, anything. Can't get away with what what, are, what are, do you write anything on any instructions on your hand or no 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 it's all in it's all in here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to waste the strapping tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Save the planet. No. So the, the the last game of the year, you finish up. Then, then what's the plan? I'm still hoping to play in the World Cup. Yep, that's in England. Oh yeah. Now, now, um, so you could play for Samoa, or I can only play for Samoa. Only Samoa. Okay. Because I played in the test a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, anyone who played in one of the tests, they can only represent that country or um, nation. At the World Cup this year, right? Yeah. Okay, so so you're playing the World Cup, if, uh, assuming you're selected. Yeah, yeah. Assuming I'm not injured and selected. Yeah, and um, and and then what? Then what after that? That must be um, must be exciting, exhilarating, scary. Like yeah. just ha- just having having just you know blank space in front of you, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Find out what um, what colours I want to paint with, and mm. 
I think I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully do a bit of travel on the way back to NZ. Yep. Um, after the World Cup, because once you get to England, then you've got you can. Oh, short Europe is on your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. And um, since you'll be travelling on a on a budget and watching yep. your money, you can get like Ryanair flights and yeah. EasyJet flights for like two dollars. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I might not even make it back. <laughs> yeah, I might have to find a job over there and then save up for a ticket back. But yeah, do, do you do, do you want to find a job next year? Like, do you want to do you want to experience what it's like to have like a normal? Yeah, I think I think I would, but I think I'd like to do it in another country. Yeah, um, I don't know what that country is at the moment, but I think I'd like to experience just a normal. Normal job and what's a normal job for you? Like, so, so like in a, in a maybe bar- a barista. A barista, I yeah. I'm being a barista. Personal trainer or no? Personal just something completely away from. I'm open to anything, right? At the moment, but all I know is that I won't be playing rugby league next year. Yeah, that's the and and, and for now that that prospect ex- excites you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this break will make you realize like what it means to you, and you want to come back. That's what I mean. Yeah. Is that what you're hoping, kind of in a way? Yeah. Well, I, I have no expectations. Like, I, I just. I've made the decision that I'm going to take a break, and whatever comes from it comes from it. Yeah, well, I suppose it's been um, it's been a dominant thing in your life. Like when when the Warriors first signed you as like a teenager, you you know you were living at home as you said, and you had braces. You had braces in your mouth. I, I bra- yeah, you were a kid. I, braces when I debuted. Um. Want twenty percent discount on the best earplugs for exercise? Ultra earplugs go in your ears and stay in there. Go to ultraaudio.com, that's U-L-T-R-O, and use the discount code DOM20. That'll save you around $35. That's ultraaudio.com, U-L-T-R-O, and the discount code DOM20. So why is it embarrassing? No, nah, because you, like, like I said before, I'm vain. So, <laughs> But look how good it, your teeth look now. Oh, they, yeah, they look a bit better. <laughs> Um, but when I had braces, I never smiled with my teeth. It was so funny. Oh, because right, you're always, embarrassed. I always smile. Yeah, closed mouth. But as soon as they came off, I was, I was like, "Ding, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there he is!" Damn, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, I think you, any job you do that there's no chance of rupturing a testicle, I think, has got to be a good job. That's a fair point. <laughs> so the the testicle thing that um, do you want to talk about that or is that? We can talk about okay. it. Okay, so yeah. so you had a, a game uh, earlier this year against um, your your favourite team growing up, the Melbourne Storm. Mm. It's one of the worst losses in Warriors history, like seventy zero or something. Yep. And you you ended up rupturing a te- someone someone from the Melbourne Storm accidentally need you in the nah, in it was the my team mate. Oh really? Yeah. So I made a tackle on a Melbourne Storm player, and my teammate was coming from the other side. He jumped to try and tackle him, and his knee swung around. Directly into my groin. So this happened um, in the first half, right before, minute, right before halftime, and straight straight away it's excruciating pain. Straight away you know something's not right. Yeah. Well, initially I thought it was just like a normal whack to the to the nuts. You know when you get sacked, <laughs> normal you, whack. To, no such thing as a normal whack to the nuts. No, but like you know when you're at school and yeah, like you get yeah. sacked tap. Yeah. Yeah. Just for fun, yeah, and you know, it hurts for a few minutes. It hurts and... for a few minutes, but eventually the pain goes away. Sure, um, but after a few minutes, it was still there. Like it felt like it felt like my nuts had been like pushed up into my chest. That's what it felt like. <sighs> and you couldn't even speak, right? I couldn't. I could barely talk. I I, man- I barely managed to say what was wrong. But by the position I was in, my my physio knew exactly what was wrong. 
Right. Okay. So then you have the halftime break. So you get like ten minutes. Is it ten minutes? Ten minutes. So you you must have gone and gone to a like a cubicle to 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 check it out. I didn't check it. Why no, not? I went and sat. So like when you go back into the changing rooms at halftime, there's a semicircle of chairs, and there's one chair that faces the semicircle, and that's for the coach. And okay. obviously the chairs are for the players. I went straight to the chair and sat down, and the coach started. Spe- he spoke for about about five minutes. I didn't hear one word he said because I was, my head was down here. All I was focusing on was breathing. I wasn't that much pain. It was just, oh, it's the worst pain I've ever felt. And then eventually he stopped speaking. The, they have like a bell that rings when there's two minutes before you run out. And we were in the game by, at that stage. Like we were only down by a try. Right. So you can imagine how poor our second half was. Down by a try. So it was like 6-0 at halftime. It might have been two tries. It might have been 18-6 or something. But we had bombed a few tries. Right, so, right. so we were actually pretty confident heading into that second half. And Melbourne, Melbourne Storm were just too classy. And we, mm. we, it didn't help that we played poorly in that second half. And Why don't you speak to medical at halftime and say, hey, I'm not good? Is it, I, was, is it- I was in the game. Right. Yeah. I, was, I didn't even think about going off. It was more just how am I going to get through the rest of the game. That's, that was my mindset. Okay, so then you, you, so the, the whole second half you're in, you're in just a world of pain. Yeah. Like how do you tackle someone or how do you play the game when – I wonder this when I, when I see um, – <laughs> I was watching the UFC the other weekend. Oh. And you see someone with a cut eye and then they get hit on the same spot again. It's got to be – aren't you nervous about going into, you know, going, going into tackle someone and getting like knocked in the nuts again? Or you're just in the zone and you're not you, – You sort of – yeah. You're in the zone – and your, your your mates or your teammates help you stay in the zone by talking to you. Yeah. Oh, and also you've got the crowd, so that creates a bit of adrenaline, and you don't feel the pain as much. Right. Oh, I just didn't want to go off. You know what I thought of because because it, it was the Anzac game. I was like, my nuts are sore, but like imagine what those soldiers were feeling when when they were when they were in the wars. Yeah, like, like in the trenches. In the, in the, the trenches. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. what they were feeling. Like this is nothing compared mm. to that. And I remember thinking that. I was like, no, I'm playing the rest of the game. No matter what, I'm playing. It was actually lucky that, not lucky, but they scored quite a few tries, so I got to rest by the, by the goalpost. Because <laughs> all I was thinking about was just getting through the game. Yeah, yeah. And then straight after the game, I ran into the change rooms <clears throat> to check it. <clears throat> Sorry. The whole thing was bruised. Like, had it swollen up? Was swollen, it massive? Swollen yeah, and bruised, yeah. yeah. The doctor, our team doctor, um, did an ultrasound scan on it straight away. Most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Really? Why so? Not not embarrassing, but yeah. like, oh, it was embarrass- It would have been more embarrassing if it wasn't as sore. Yeah, but yeah. I was in too much pain. I was just like, yeah, hurry up, get it done. I took my shorts off, and she did the ultrasound scan, <laughs> and then she told me everything was sweet, everything was fine, like, even though the whole thing was bruised. She said that everything was pretty much still in working order, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" I was thinking, "Like, I'm not going to be able to have kids. Mm. This is going to suck." But then she told me that I'd have to get a formal ultrasound scan, and I was like, "Okay, we'll do that when we get back to Brisbane because the game was in game was in Melbourne." And then I went and got the formal ultrasound scan, and they said I'd ruptured my left testicle. So, what does that mean exactly? So, so when the urologist was explaining it to me, he he told me picture. Picture like an egg, and there's a crack in the egg, 
Yeah. So how do they how do they fix it? Is it just one of those ones that heals itself in time, or? Yeah. So that basically they remove whatever like blood that needs to get removed, mm-hmm. um, and they stitch it back up, and then you, you're good to go. Wow. Yeah. And then um, so then uh, when you return to playing, how long how long did you need off to recover? A month. A month. And then um, and then when you start resumed um, training again, you wore like a like a cricket box. Yeah. Like a plastic cap over over top. Yeah. 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 So I wore that. Well, that the first training back until last week. Last week, I forgot to put it on for training, but I didn't even I didn't even think about it. Mm. And then after training, I was oh, I didn't even wear my box, but I felt I felt fine, and so I was oh, I'll just keep playing without it because it's actually pretty uncomfortable to wear. Yeah, yeah. What it would chafe around the sides and yeah, and you've got to wear two sets of undies and you know me minimalist. <laughs> I don't have many many undies. You got to do You're too rolling much. one pair. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've only got yeah. two pairs. Yeah, so the the minimalist thing, so that'll be, um, yeah, I feel like living the nomad lifestyle next year, traveling around, it'll probably suit you. Yeah, yeah. I've I've decluttered a lot since I've watched the first documentary, but I think I have to downsize a little bit more. Oh, mate, I I did the same. You know what? I I feel like I probably watched the same documentary about the same time as you, and at the time I was living in a a big house, a big villa. Mm. Uh, Yeah, when when me and my... um, ex-wife moved into this house it was um there were some rooms that were empty because it was that big and by the time we left like 15 years later it was just full of stuff and then you do a declutter and uh i don't know if you felt the same but it made me angry like the just the amount of stuff i'd accumulated oh it's i felt i felt similar i felt similar when i when i got rid of all my stuff it was like all right what like what now it was i didn't realize it at the time when i was buying the stuff but i was sort of covering up other parts of my life that I didn't want to deal with. Where? How do you, how do you mean? So, uh, do you think buying material stuff like gave you sort of like a a temporary fix? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a dopamine hit. A dopamine hit. Yeah, it was more like I was treating the the symptom than the cause. And mm. then every time I felt I needed to fix something, I, I fixed it by buying stuff. Yeah, but I didn't really deal with the the deep deeper problems. Yeah, when you announced that you weren't. Um, signing on for next year uh, a, a lot of people I read, read this in a lot of media reports a lot of people just immediately assumed it was something for like your mental health mm. um, but, but it's not you're, you're, mental, you're mentally you're in a good place I'm in a decent place I feel, like, I feel like you're really in tune with what's going on in your mind which is a great I try I, I feel like I shift like sometimes I know exactly how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking but sometimes I move too far away but then I'm I'm better at recognizing when I'm too far away from it, so I can bring myself back. How do you mean? How do you mean too far away? What do you mean? So I start doing stuff that don't align with who who I want to. Your become. values, yeah, yeah with right. my values. In terms of um, like what, like drinking? I, I know yeah, you- yeah, yeah. Well, drinking and um, maybe gossiping about someone behind their back. Or wow, just yeah, being just being, a, being a negative being, person, right, right, and not actually thinking before before I speak, and I'm. Much better realizing when I'm when I'm in too far away from yeah my neutral state. Are you are you religious? Is your family religious? My my grandparents are. Yeah, my parents aren't. Right, and, and I'm not. So. Wow, so it's not even a not even like a religious thing or a, no. like a Catholic guilt or a no, just a GC. <laughs> you are. You're just a good a good person. Uh, uh, yeah, well, like we're we're all trying. Like we all just try our best, and that's. Mm. That's something um, I've learnt over the last year. Mm. Is like everyone's just everyone's just trying their best. 
You're trying your best. Yeah, all right, and, and mate, and no one knows what's going on. We're all exactly. We're all we're all just making shit up and figuring it out as we go along. Exactly. Um, a, a lot of us, and myself included, like we're we're not prepared to, I suppose, look under the bonnet as deep as what you've done and and yeah. do the work that you've done. Are you still alcohol free, or are you drinking a bit nowadays? I know you had it's like a funny, funny you say that because. The the week I made that decision, I, I had to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so, so when did you when did you stop drinking? Uh, I stopped drinking Halloween last year, so it was okay. October. Yep. I went six six months without drinking. So was, were, were you much of a drinker? I, I feel like you weren't a, like a, a problem drinker anyway. I wasn't a problem drinker. Yeah, I was a real happy drinker. So it made me feel so happy, <laughs> and I just love, everyone likes being happy. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I like drinking, and um. My mates would would go out most weekends, and I I didn't want to feel like I was missing out on anything. So I was like, "Oh, fine, I'll come." But when I when I stopped drinking, it was like, "Okay, this is hard, but this is what I want. This is what I don't want. I don't want to drink. I feel much like a much better person when I'm not drinking than when I am drinking." Do you? And uh, like at the time or the next day? The next day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You know what it's like. If you wake up a day after like a massive night of drinking. You're hating yourself, mm. and then if you go through the night or the weekend without drinking, you're like, "Oh man, I'm so happy I didn't go out last night." Mm. So it's just having that discipline to say to say no and say yes to what's best for you. Yeah. So you'd be you drinking a bit these days? Yeah. Well, well, I had a drink after the game, right? Um, last weekend, I I drank. Oh, I had a few drinks. Oh, yeah, a few yeah, drinks. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I didn't have a big night, but I know that. It's it's part of the footy environment, so it's it's hard to like pull yourself. It's hard to pull yourself out of it. Or that, I find, it, it, I find yeah, it hard. is that right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Or I, you know what? And I don't think it's just necessarily part of that footy environment. I think it's part of like um, New Zealand or even sort of uh, Commonwealth culture. It's mm. like it's the only drug in the world that you have to justify not taking. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, true. Yeah, you know, if someone pulls out a bag of coke, no one's going to be like, "Why, hey, hey, why, why, why aren't you having a line?" <laughs> yeah. but if, if someone's like, "Why aren't you having a drink?" Yeah, it's like you need to justify why you're not doing it. That's a normal. Yeah, it's a normal question. Um, why aren't you drinking? You're pregnant, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcohol. Nothing good comes from alcohol, except for that that moment. But everything else, it's it's toxic. Mm. Not just for yourself, but ends up being toxic for your relationships and it's so harmful to your well-being short term and long term so yeah um Where, did you did you read about this or you watch youtube clips what what uh, why did you come to this conclusion it's experience right like I, I always woke up after a night of drinking thinking like, what am i doing like even though if it was a good night i'd be like man i feel so like shit <laughs> yeah i'd want to give it up eventually it's just trying to surround myself with the right people to help me help me stay away from it okay that's interesting so you you, you travel next year i uh, like it's not going to be a massive piss trip or anything <laughs> nah, nah nah i'm i'm looking forward to meeting new people yeah hopefully people that have similar values to me people that i feel comfortable being the best version of myself around mm. what, what what are those sort of values like what 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 do you what do you think are like the cornerstones of what makes you uh, makes you a person or makes the the person that you want to be? Honest, I just want to be an honest person. Um, I want to be a m- bit more creative than I have been. I want to be kind. That, those three things. It's it's free to be honest, kind, and. 
creative. Mm. So, but I think that it's it's so important, and we we underestimate the power of of um, those three values. So, the more time I spend around people who value those three things, are that I reckon the better person I'll become. Jeez, it's like um, it's like you're a you're a deeply religious person, even though you're not religious. You're just like a you're just a good a good human. Like yeah. even even if you're not those things, just your intention and your goal to be those things makes you a good person. Yeah, I, I just think I've always believed that good things happen to good people. Mm. And I know there's some cases where some people are just unfortunate. Um, they, they've just been dealt a, a shitty sh- hand. A sh- a yeah. Shitty hand. Yeah. And no matter how kind they are, no matter how honest they are, or no matter how creative they intend to be, they're never going to be able to live a life that live the life that they want to live. So you've just got to try your best and be grateful for what you do have because there's always someone that's worse off. Mm. Yeah. The, the kinder we are, the, the better the better the world's going to be. And it feels good, doesn't it? It feels good, yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Jeez, no one could, um, you know, from an outsider's perspective, and I suppose like some league fans would be like, this kid's crazy. Like, what's he doing? He's he's living every every young man's dream, and he's earning good money. And why is he turning his back on this? This is this is nuts. But I think anyone that sits down with you and hears your story and hears your intentions, no, no one could um, try and talk you out of it. Yeah. Well, like uh, I, I I know that I have a, a bit of a following um, as a league player, and like I'm just trying to do good with it. I know I'll lose a few fans because of this, the decision I've made, but. Um, there'll be a few that 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 will follow me um, on my journey, and I'll just keep trying to do my best. Like, mm. yeah. like I was saying before, we're we're all just doing our best. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I feel like that won't um, bother you too much. I feel like you want um, you want fans or supporters that like you for you, not for your you know prowess on the on the footy pitch. Yeah, you want to be able to sit yeah. in a room by yourself and feel comfortable. Yeah, and you, you shouldn't need anyone else to complete you. you you should. You need to feel comfortable in your own skin, and um, I'm not saying I feel comfortable in my own skin, but I feel a lot more comfortable than I did a few years ago. Yeah, right, right. And you seeing anyone at the moment, or are you single? I'm single. Single. Are you single? Hey. You single? I'm seeing a girl in Wellington. I've seen a girl since the beginning of the year. Oh, nice. But it's nice. Having, How's that going? It's, it's going good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We're going to turn this into a relationship podcast? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, because you, you mentioned before, like, when you, you, you were drinking and uh, it had a negative impact on your relationship, and I'm, yeah, I'm wondering if you still have feelings for that, for that person, or you just feel bad about the way you acted in that relationship or something. Yeah, it's a mixture of both, but... Is that a sore we, point? We don't have to go we there. We won't go there. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you unfaithful? Pardon? Were you unfaithful? I yeah. I was. I was a bad, right. bad man. But, but, it's, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because you're a young man and you've got this temptation and you're traveling yeah. a lot and, you, yeah. geez, I, I can, I, you know, I can tell sitting down with you, it still eats you up now. You feel bad about it. You feel bad about your actions. Yeah. Well, I just, because I've come so far now, it's, it's hard to look back at where you were. Um, painful you just got guilt and shame about it yeah eventually you've, you've just got to let it go because it'll you have to forgive yourself man. Yeah, yeah yeah that's it you have to forgive yourself yeah and i'm um, and has has she forgiven you that's a lot long time ago now isn't she? yeah 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 she, I, I think she has yeah well I you need to forgive has. yourself yeah yeah that's true um and just just know that um you know even though you 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 treated her badly it's going to make you like a better partner and relationships mm. going forward yeah yeah I think, uh, yeah, I'd only be able to 
forgive myself if I learn from it. Right. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you can't just forgive yourself and then make the same mistake. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you can, but it's, um, I think Einstein had a, had a quote, the, the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over and expect to get different results. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Do, do, you, do you have any, um, do you have any like favorite books, like books that you swear by? Because it's like, um, it feels like you've 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 done the uh, you've done the hard work. So a lot of people that are listening to this can probably learn from you. Like, are there any books that you absolutely swear by that you got good stuff out of, or is it just easier for people just to go to simplelessons.com and read your reviews and things? Um, there's this book by the Minimalists. It's not really a book. It's like a collection of essays, and they talk about the most important parts of life, or the the most important keys to life: relationships. Finance, creativity, love, and I think it's health is the fifth one. Mm. And um, they have essays about all, all five of those things. So um, I, f- I found that had a profound impact on the way I see the world right? and the way I see myself and what, what I want to do with my life. So if anyone's looking for a good, good book to read and a good self-help book, I, re- I highly rec- recommend that one. It's called oh, Essays by the Minimalists. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jeez, it seems like it's had a profound impact on your life. It has. It has. Reading has opened my eyes to, I always thought I knew everything. You know, everyone thinks they know everything, but as soon as I started reading that book, I was like, fuck, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah. Oh, mate, listen, I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to end this on a down buzz, but the older you get, the, realize you're le- the less you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember like a, a PE teacher at school, um, when I was at school, like I remember when we were like 15, 16, he looked at us and goes, he goes, you, you little shits think you know everything, but you know fuck all. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I remember something, oh, whatever, Dick. Yeah. But uh, he, he was absolutely dead right. The yeah. older you get, you realise how much, how little you know and how much more you've got to learn. That's so true. But it's exciting. It is exciting. So f- five years from now, is, is there any um, like sort of destination you'd like to be? <laughs> or, or you, you honestly don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone five years from now. But I want to be a better person than I am today. That's that's where I want to be. Mm, you're a good person already. Jeez, like for, for me, that'd be easy. <laughs> I'm a shit person, <laughs> so that's easier. But well, you're already you're good. Not a shit person. <laughs> hey, um, thank you so much for coming over today, man. Yeah, I've really appreciated the insight and uh, seeing seeing how your mind your mind ticks. It's a fascinating story, and um, I don't know. I, I can't wait to follow the next chapter of um, the Chanel Harris Tavita story. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe you'll get the passion back. Maybe you won't. So you think you'll keep fit over the next year uh, with with sort of in the back of your mind that you'll yeah. return to sport. Yeah. Yep. I've always enjoyed training, so I think that'll that'll be easy for me to to stay in shape. It's the working hard, training my brain. That's that's going to be the hard ones to get into writing consistently because it's hard. Writing's hard. Yeah, well, you're a, you're an author, so you, you. Oh yeah, but have you read my books? They're shitty books. Eh? No, no, I haven't read it, but I, I, I know that you've, you've written. Yeah, written, 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 written three, but they're not they're not deep thinking books. Yeah, um, so, that, so what do you, what do you want to write? Like just like journaling. Yeah. Or writing for other people to read. I like writing for other people to read. I like sharing yeah. my own experiences, and then people picking out things that that they like, like takeaways and, and taking taking what they want. Yeah. But at the moment, my blog is about reading self help or autobiographies and writing about my favorite lessons from those books and relating it to my own experiences. Mm. And then people that read my stuff relate 
their experiences to mine yeah. or or the people that that I'm reading. So yeah, and I, I like I like that you do that. It means uh, you you do all the reading and and heavy lifting, and um, the rest of us just get to reap the benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you. Um, so what's the best way for people to follow you? Uh, SimpleLessons.com. Yeah, you can um, you can subscribe to my to my blog. It's yeah, like SimpleLessons.com or um, you're on you on Instagram. Can, you, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. Yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Um, Chanel HT. Yeah, Chanel HT. Okay. Um, you're gonna do lots of good um, travel posts next year. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, social media, another another subject though. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's yeah. A, I could talk hours. I could talk for hours. It's, but. it's an interesting thing. Eh? It's, I reckon it's. I reckon Instagram is probably my my worst addiction, and I know it's. I know it's a terrible addiction, and I can't help myself. I hate it. I hate it. It's so addictive. It's so addictive. It's like alcohol. But come on, you're entitled to some vices. What's that? <laughs> you're, you're entitled to some vices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram's a. a Hard one, but. yeah, it's it's hard to hard to break up with. You feel like you're missing out, and I, I know it's a negative thing, and yeah. you know it, it's not a reflection of people's real lives either. Like everyone's bullshitting on there, yeah. and it just creates a, a culture of FOMO on the money there, Dom. All right, hey, um, well, Chanel, it's been lovely to meet you finally and sit yeah. down with you, and um, yeah, thanks for sharing your experiences, man. And um, I hope everyone gets a lot of insight into um into how your mind ticks. It's yeah, a it's nice. a it's a it's a big brain, man. There's a lot going on in there. <laughs> You yeah, sleep. I'm, you sleep well at night. I haven't really been sleeping well this week, but I, I generally sleep pretty well. Haven't you? Why haven't you been sleeping well this week? I'm in a new bed. Right. New <laughs> okay. Bed. I'm still getting used to it, but I'm I'm leaving on Saturday, so I'll be on my own own bed Saturday night, hopefully. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> all right. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Good luck with everything. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you very much for making it all the way through this episode of Runners Only with Dom Harvey. That was CHT, Chanel Harris-DeVita. And if you want to check out his blog, simplelessons.com. That's simplelessons.com. As I seem to do every damn week on this thing, um, if you like what you hear, word of mouth is pretty much the best marketing I can do to help grow this podcast. So if you can think of someone that may get something out of this podcast or may enjoy it, please do recommend it to a friend or share it on your social media channel. And wherever you get your podcast from, probably Spotify or Apple, uh, maybe give it, a, give it a rating or review. All right, thank you so much. Really appreciate you being here and hope to see you next week on Runners Only with Dom Harvey. See ya. Want 20% discount on the best earplugs for exercise? Ultra earplugs go in your ears and stay in there. Go to ultraaudio.com, that's U-L-T-R-O, and use the discount code DOM20. That'll save you around $35. That's ultraaudio.com, U-L-T-R-O, and the discount code DOM20. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.